Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Todd T. Riley, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. This episode of I Work For Him was previously recorded for the Christian Leadership Alliance's Outcomes Conference podcast, where leaders come to invest the best of what they know into other leaders. Remember, if you have influence over just one person, you are a leader. Together, let's listen to this podcast and learn more about leading God's way. Enjoy. I'm Scott Brown, and today we actually get to flip the script. Tammy Heim, president and CEO of Christian Leadership Alliance, and I get to interview Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Jim and Martha are the co-founders of I Work For Him Network. In 2013, God called them to begin and co-host the I Work For Him broadcast, where they have had the privilege of challenging thousands across the globe with the simple message that your workplace is your mission field. They've co-authored a series of collaborative books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him. They've interviewed thousands of leaders of the, for the I Work For Him and I Retire For Him shows And Martha also helped begin the She Works for Him podcast. They're not only active members of Christian Leadership Alliance and host of this podcast, they're also the main stage experience guides at our annual outcomes conference. Our theme this year is I Belong. And it's our privilege to dive into that topic of belonging with Jim and Martha here today. So Jim and Martha, welcome to your own podcast. (laughs) Thanks, Scott. Thank you. It's nice to have you. But uh, before we get started talking about your leadership role and uh, the perspective on how God has used you to create a culture of belonging there at I Work For Him Ministries, could you start us out by just sharing a little bit about how you keep your own faith strong and your leadership Christ-centered? Sure. Um, So I think one of the things that we really have an amazing vantage point when we get to interview such amazing leaders that God is using in their daily lives and hearing how, how God inspires them and that inspires me. And so for me, it's always listening to what God is doing in other people's lives and trying to apply that and, and see how I can implement something that I've learned from them in my own. Um, Personally, Spending time in the morning and quiet. Um, God has me up early many days, and I appreciate that in the you know in the real sense of the of that quietness that I get with Him and um, writing my thoughts and listening to Him through Scripture and just uh, learning from all the amazing people that we get to come in contact with. You know, and for me, Scott, I actually had to schedule the first three hours of my day completely full so that I. I make sure that no matter when I sleep to, because sometimes Martha and I work till midnight, not unlike some other famous, you know, uh, executive director of Christian Leadership Alliance. And then we, uh, so when I wake up, I want to make sure I have my time for journaling. I love to journal and I love to prayer journal where I'm just asking, Hmm. Lord, what do you have for me today? And and I've got an intercession list that I go through and and I make sure I'm always reading my Bible and I'm usually reading some Old Testament, New Testament, because I try to read through the Bible every year. But my, my goal is to also at the same time to keep myself Christ-centered is to make sure I'm pouring my life into other men. So I've got four hmm. or five men that I'm pouring my life into because if I'm holding them accountable, it also holds me accountable. And then for Martha and I, we never 
start a day without praying together and we never end a day without praying together. And if we happen to have an argument that I started during the day, we stop. I say, I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. And then we pray. And then we start over again. So those things <laughs> help us stay Christ-centered and our faith strong. Because as many people listening to this show know that Martha and I spend 24-7, 365 with each other, and about 35,000 miles a year of that in a metal tube with four wheels that we call a minivan. So we really get a lot of alone time. So it's important to keep our faith strong and Christ-centered. Yeah, that's great insight, though. You know, a lot of our listeners would also be those who get the opportunity to work together with a spouse and um, whether it's as a volunteer or, or full-time. So it's helpful to have that insight uh, on, on how you do that together. I did want to ask about how you all try to create a culture of belonging at I Work For Him Ministries, and uh, both you know, um, among your team, but with others that you engage with. So for our team, so we've got a team with somebody in Mexico City, somebody in Minneapolis, and somebody in Clearwater, Florida, and we're in South Florida. Uh, And so it's really important when we have our weekly meetings with our people, it's not just about business. It's we first find out how they're doing, and we make sure that we ask them how we could pray with them, and then we pray with them, and then we get our details done. But we want to make sure that they know their priority, their priority once a week, where they have dedicated time on our schedules. That's how we create a, a belonging on our team. But really what I work for him is about is creating belong, belonging inside what we call the faith and work movement across the country. One mm. of the things that we've tried to do is share our platform, and we have shared it with thousands and thousands of people over thousands of podcasts to make sure that everybody knows they've got a place here. And we're an equal opportunity promoter of whatever ministry or whatever they're doing or whatever God is doing in their lives. And we make sure they know that they don't have to be the CEO of a billion dollar corporation. They can be a local janitor who's making an impact in their faith, and we want to share their story. And we've covered from one end of the spectrum to the other. Is there anything that you would add to that? No, I think that, I mean, there's always well, one, more, but yeah. <laughs> one, one thing that I hear there, though, is a, a willingness to, to let go of kind of ownership. You're, you're giving others who are in this, uh, uh, in this movement opportunity to share what they're doing and what God's put on their heart. And it's, it's really a kind of a give it away kind of mindset that's required to create that kind of culture. Yes. Is that Yes. God yeah. has told us from the very beginning to hold loosely to what we do and to lift up what he is doing through others. So it's not about us. We might be the, the mouthpiece. We might be the one giving words to it, but it's not our, um, you know, we have our own story, but every day we're lifting up God's story. And it's, hmm. and it's important to understand, Scott, we don't own it. Uh, we, you know, we're stewards. We're all stewards. You know, people always say, well, give God back 10% of what, he's, uh, of what you have. No, you're giving God back 10% of what he's already given you 100% of just to test you to make sure that your faith is strong enough to trust him with 90%. It, it just, it's important to understand. We don't own it. It's not ours. In fact, we did. I work for him. It started as a for-profit business. And the Lord said, <laughs> no. Nonprofit, buddy, you got to give it all up. It's not yours. And I said, okay. Hmm. That, that was a little bit of an exercise uh, in my uh, grip. <laughs> but, as an entrepreneur. As just an saying, entrepreneur. Okay, Lord, it's, it's yours. It's all yours. Right. Well, just quickly, how is it exciting has it been for you all to see what God has done with that after you've given it up? I mean, just share a little bit. You know, uh, how, how have you seen God 
take what you've given through the years? Um, well, quickly. It, yes, I know, really quickly. You're doing a good job of leading this conversation. <laughs> it's just amazing to see how God loves to show off and, you know, show up and show off. If we are looking for it and seeing how He um, does immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. And that's not always in the area of finances, it is in conversations that we could have never imagined if, we, if it had gone our way or with just the way that we orchestrated um, something in our mind that we thought it was going to be, and then God walked it out differently. Um, you know, it's just been amazing to see that process and, and walking in that faith every single day. Well, thank you. And, you know, we're going to take a short break from our conversation with Jim and Martha Brangenberg with I Work For Him Ministries. We're going to be right back. Do you want to make an impact for the kingdom of God without quitting your day job? Then here's some great news. God is calling you into full-time ministry right where you are. The job that you hold, the work that you do, and the people you work with, none of that is by accident. Your workplace is your mission field. Change the way you think about faith and work by picking up a copy of our new book, I Work For Him, by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. And remember, you aren't just working for yourself, you're working for the Lord. Welcome back to our conversation with Jim and Martha. I'm Tammy Heim, President and CEO of Christian Leadership Alliance. And I have to tell you, I love that we're flipping the seat with the two of you today. So I want to keep the conversation going. And um, I felt like we learned so much even in that first segment, but I want to go a little bit deeper and I want to just understand what are the core principles or the values that are really guiding you as a Christian leader in your ministry and the work that you do every day. She, Martha pointed at me. You can't see it on video, but Martha pointed at me. So for me, it's, it's two things that really drive it. Generosity is, is one of my core principles that we have put onto our work room. It's always about everybody else, and it's about sharing our platform with everybody else. It, it, without generosity and knowing that when you experience true true generosity, it's the most freeing thing we can experience as a human being after salvation. So generosity is a core principle for me. And boldness. Sometimes we just have to be bold. And we get to interview people from all ranks and files across the country. And sometimes you got to ask tough questions because sometimes people have a hard time sharing what God's really doing in their lives. And the boldness allows us to really just capture what God is really doing. And that's not one of our corporate core principles. That's one of my core principles. As a corporation, Martha, we've got the two major core principles that we travel with all day long. Yeah, so collaboration is one of them. And I think it, you kind of heard that in the first segment where we talked about, you know, it's not ours, you know, and we're trying to just bring people together and have that conversation about what God's doing all over the world. And um, God gives us that opportunity to help us to collaborate um, in so many different ways. And so that is really important to us. And strategic connection. One of the yeah. things that I work for him has become famous for around the country is making connections. Uh, when we meet with somebody, whether we're interviewing them or meeting them at a conference, I'm all, almost always prompted, oh, you need to connect this person to this person that you already know. Uh, and that is something that is such a gift to us within the kingdom to be able to connect people. And then we walk away and then to find out years later what God has done with that, that is really fun. I know. That makes it worth it all. I have to tell you, in the years that I've known both of you, I have observed all of that, everything that you just said, 
and I've received it. And I know that it's been a deep blessing in my life as a ministry leader and with the work that we're accomplishing through Christian Leadership Alliance. So thank you for your faithfulness to stay true to the things that you know that matter most in your life. Now, in the first segment, you talked a little bit about listening. And I think, Martha, you specifically talked about the fact that you hear so many great examples. Um, So clearly, listening is important because you two do an awful lot of listening through your podcast. How does that really end up impacting you as a leader? I mean, what what are some of the, the fruit from that that you can point to and say, now, this has really shaped our journey and how we lead? Oh, man. So I think the biggest thing is that when we get to have that front row seat, when we are listening to somebody's story and we see how God impacted each individual, um, being able to apply that in our own lives, our, our desire is to be leaders worth following. Not, in the, the, not that we're looking for a following, but if we are leading someone in our team or in a conversation, that it is going to lead them to Christ. And so ultimately, mm-hmm. um, you know, desiring for that listening to have that kind of an outcome. And um, so it is, it is our pleasure to hear the stories of what God is doing in people's lives. I know. To, um, again, to watch you and observe that, how you can just tap into and read people so well mm-hmm. and uh, get to those all-important conversations about Jesus and salvation and really what all of us have been called to do that choose to follow Jesus. Now, I know that you are consumers of lots of different kind of content and that you are committed lifelong learners. I mean, I've always been impressed just how open you are to new ideas. Are there some things, though, that you do practically and intentionally just to stay on the path of being a lifelong learner? Well, currently, something that we are doing together is we're actually going through couples strength finders training. So it has been very eye-opening to say the least. Um, strength, Why does she look at me? Well, I'm just looking for that. his response. Why does she but what's look really at me? cool is as we've been going through this process, so we both went through some strength finders coaching on our own, and then we found out we could do it together and learn how to complement each other in our strengths and to understand the areas that we're not strong in and that, you know, we have many things that complement and then we have like polar opposites of some things. But what we've seen is that in hindsight, how God has used that to form I work for him. Both of us very high strength and responsibility. Well, when we hear somebody's story or we hear about an organization that's doing something amazing, God naturally created us with that responsibility to share it with others. Hence, I work for him. I mean, we didn't know that nine years ago. We see that now as we've learned about it. So that's something that, and we've intentionally gone through other leadership trainings over the year together so that we um, can hold each other accountable and learn how those things in our marriage and in our organization and in our um, day-to-day, they can be played out. And Martha learns better because she's a better listener. And so for me, I've got three mentors. That's one of the things I'd learn from. I have three guys mm-hmm. that are older than me uh, that are pouring their lives into me because one's not enough because I wear them out. Uh, and I read a ton. And I have, to, I have to ration my reading because I love to read fiction and a nonfiction. 
Uh, and so we read a lot for the show. I probably read 30 or well, as many as 70 books in a year for the show. Uh, and I've cut that back to 30 or so books. But then I try to read, I may read 40 fiction books during the year. Christian fiction, so they always have a kind of a, 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 a theme to them. But I just love to learn. And of course, I love going to church. Yeah, you know, we go to, what's really cool is this incredible lady for the Christian Leadership Alliance said, you should check out our church during COVID. And so we've been going to church in Nashville, but we live in Fort Myers for two years. And it's been great learning under a pastor who gets I work for him. Mm, absolutely. Well, I, I'm excited about this journey that you talked about, about understanding each other's strengths. You know, I've been a student of that for many years, and it's exciting to see that there's new things God can reveal about our partners and our spouses mm-hmm. as, um, as time goes on. That just makes, us, um, just makes us smarter in how we work and more knowledgeable and um, actually express, uh, actually appreciate the things in our partners yes. that maybe at some point might have been annoying, but once we understand that it's God's gift to us, we respond to it a little bit differently. Now, from my publishing experience, you two did the most epic thing that I've ever seen. Last year, you published three books and released them all at once in the same year. So you wrote and published, I work for him, I retire for him, and she works for him. And again, um, what amazing gift to those that are... um, really trying to integrate faith into all areas of our life. So can we just take a minute and give us like a short synopsis on each of them? And then what would you say is just the overarching theme that you're really trying to bring out in each one of them? I think that would be great, but I think what we should do is go to break and come back and answer that question. Well, you know what, Jim, we can do just that. You know, the kind of person that always tells you about the latest trends or the special deals around town? Well, lean in, because here's a message from that kind of person. The Awaken Podcast Network is the place to be. Go to awakenpodcastnetwork.com and unlock God's purpose for your work with help from some friends. You will find a gathering place of podcasts that provide simple tools, faith stories, and conversations that will inspire and equip you to vibrantly live out your faith in your work today. Go ahead. Check out awakenpodcastnetwork.com and then be that kind of person and tell a friend. Welcome back. Today, we're flipping the seats with Jim and Martha Brangenberg, who are traditionally the hosts of this podcast. And we're going to pick up on the conversation we had right before the break. So again, authors of three books released all in the same year. I work for him. I retire for him. And she works for him. Give us the story on each one of them and just help us understand the reasoning between all three at once and just the underlying theme that you hoped would sink into the hearts of many. All right, I'll start with this one because this was my baby. And what's really important to the story is that you know, when we went on the air in 2013, everybody said, you guys should write a book because everybody that's on the radio has a book. That's how they get famous. We're like, well, first of all, we'll write a book when God tells us to write a book. We're not going to write a book to be famous. That's not important. And in January of 2020, Two and a half months before COVID got released on our great country, um, I said, Martha, it's, I, it's time to write a book, but it's not one. It's three. And so basically, Martha, we're having triplets. Yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> people said, that's stupid. That's crazy. You can't do it. But we did it <laughs> Tammy anyway. was right there like, what are you talking <laughs> so about? <laughs> I work for him. Written for the everyday believer. Really 
to change the way they're thinking about the connection of their faith and their work. And this book, not written for the just for executives, this is written for everybody who's going to work who calls themselves a Jesus follower. And it's and it's my story shared in there, Martha's story shared in there, and really just the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways of living out your faith and your work. And then 22 chapters after what we wrote from other ministries that specifically want to pour their lives into our readers. So this is a collaborative effort between all of our books. We had 52 contributors to all of our books because we wanted to not only give people a challenge, but then connect them to ministries that could take that challenge to a whole nother level. And then She Works for Him, which is Embrace Your Calling as a Christian Woman at Work, has 19 women sharing their story of some way that God has helped them to embrace their work as a Christian working woman, where there is just a real lack of resources in that area. And what's amazing, it's 19 different stories that God wrote in each individual's lives. And then finally, I retire for him. Here's where this came from. Martha's dad, when we went on the air in 2013, he goes, Jim and Martha, I, I love I work for him. And, and I used to I work for him, but I don't I work for him anymore. I retire for him. Mic drop. Wow. That's what it started. And we kept playing with that idea. We did some shows with retirees and we called them I retire for him shows. This is a handbook, again, practical, tactical, factual, and biblical for those who are considering retirement, quote unquote, or already in retirement to know, here's what God's got for you in, in store for you in your retirement years, because retirement's not biblical unless you're a Levitical priest. That's the only time it's mentioned in scriptures. And there isn't, I've, I've never met one of those yet, but God's got a purpose for you in your next stage. And you are desperately needed in the next generation. So this book is all about how do you pour your life into that of someone in the next generation? And again, eight chapters at the end from people saying, hey, I can help take, we would love to use you in our organization, or I can help take you to the next level. Uh, and, and we've got podcasts by all the same three names that we produce every week. And I'm not sure if you mentioned, but my dad actually wrote oh, his stories at the end of I Work For Him and I Retire For Him at the end of each chapter as we walk through his journey of working for the Lord and retiring for the Lord and in his life. I mean, just the way God played it out, because fortunately, that is the life that my dad led, has led, and he is a great storyteller. So he gives us a practical application that just is fun to read as well. Well, what an incredible gift um, to Christians in the workplace um, that are really longing and seeking how to integrate and how to bring God into it and how to give what they're doing back to God and be faithful in their assignments. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that gift to all of us. And I'm going to ask the simple question because it sounds like there's something in there for everyone, really, no matter where you are in your stage of career or even those who've retired. Uh, how do you get it? How do you get the books? What's, I work, the, what's the easy way? Iworkforhim.com forward slash book. I work the number for him.com forward slash book. Bookstore. 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 There you go. Great. And I just want to say, you know, because we're, we're you know, the Christian Leadership Alliance is for nonprofits. We've had this conversation. This is not just a secular conversation. This is within the four walls of every organization whether they're serving the Lord in all that they do or serving the orphans or serving the hamburgers, we all have a call to work for him. And so that applies. And sometimes it's harder to do within the four walls of an organization that has a culture that we're focused on Jesus every day. Sometimes we forget what that really means in our own work as an accountant or a 
HR manager. Well, and I believe when you think about it, God designed work before the fall. Amen. Amen. So it's always been God's intention. And so for all of us, no matter where he's assigned us to be able to do that unto him and for his glory. Something we talk about all the time. What we live for. Something we talk about all the time, Tammy, is the word for work in the Old Testament is also the same as the word for worship and service. And so every time God gave us work as a way to worship him. Amen. Amen. Well, that, that thought really ties into something as we're, as we're coming to the close of today's uh, podcast. Something we always like to do is to give an opportunity to share a leadership idea or thinking or something that God's put on your heart. And I'd just like to invite you both um, to maybe build on that with something that you would encourage other leaders who are listening to, to us today. You know, I think that one of the things that's actually very surprising is when you read the scripture through the lens of your work and leadership, um, our eyes are opened very differently to what God has been saying to us all these years. So um, right now I'm using actually the Faith and Work Bible and reading through that to get that lens, that perspective, that reminder of what God has to say to us that's so applicable. Sometimes we look at it, um, again, that segmented conversation, you know, where we think that the Bible applies in our, only in our home. I, not that we mean to do that, but when you look at it specifically through that lens of work, um, it really can impact the leadership that you are allowing God to use you for. And for me, Scott, it's this one sentence. This, is, this should shape every believer. As a Jesus follower, everything about you should be changing and everyone around you should be benefiting from your faith, whether they believe in Jesus or not. It's salt and light. Yeah, beautiful. Well, thank you both. I um, just uh, echo what Tammy said. We so appreciate the partnership that uh, we at Christian Leadership Alliance have had with you all through the years. Uh, We appreciate the work of I Worked For Him and the uh, mission that God has put on your heart that's uh, impacting leaders across the nation and around the world. So thanks for this opportunity to talk with you today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been our pleasure. Thank you. And we kind of like these seats. So thanks for sharing them with us. (laughs) Well, we've enjoyed the seats, but we're going to give them back to you and we'll let you close. Yeah, thanks to Tammy Heim and Scott Brown for interviewing us today. It was a lot of fun. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field, but for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him, by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online at iworkforhim.com. I Work, the number four, him. Dot com. <laughs>